Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Clear for Eight podcast, Final Fantasy XIV podcast, where we're talking about uh, Final Fantasy, as usual. And I'm joined here with uh, Clarissa and Sujak. Hi. Hello. Oh, and I'm Knox. I didn't. I always forget to say that I'm Knox. I'm Knox. Hi. <laughs> well, another week has passed. Another week of gaming. Any updates from you guys? Anything new going on? Well, I'm finishing up the build for my medium house and mist that I won. And trying to just get it decorated and not go too crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we uh we spent some time there last night checking out the a little preview before it's all finished, but it's it's looking good, I think. I don't It looks very nice. Thank you. I'm going for a beach theme here. My my current decoration setup in the basement of my house is a wall <laughs> section and a table. Yeah. And that's Ooh. it. <laughs> Man, party at Knox. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's big time. Everybody crowd around the little heart-shaped table I got. Because <laughs> it's the table I got from the, uh, the Valentine's <laughs> event. <laughs> Oh yeah, and today I ran a dungeon. I won a uh, a light fixture for my house, so I'm gonna have to incorporate that. Nice oh boy. in the dungeon. So I don't know what it looks like yet, but it's gonna. Oh boy! It's a thing I won, so it needs to. <laughs> be a hodgepodge of things. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Uh, what about you, Clarissa? Um, I actually. Recently, just bought my FanFist uh, flights, so I'm I'm buckled in. I'm just at this point. I'm just kind of sitting, waiting for uh, July to roll around. Um, I'm thinking about making a uh, like a, a cosplay prop of the tea book, the summoner Ooh. book. Yeah, either that or the uwu one. I'm like, okay, I need to make something that actually fits in a suitcase. Because I have this, like, giant pan backpack that I made, but it's, like, so large that I would have to try to shove it under an airplane seat, and that probably wouldn't work. So, I won't be bringing my cull outfit. Hmm. Yeah, that, yeah, I, it's so much to travel with a full yeah. costume or anything, or even just a it's prop, because so many are, like, it's so easy to break something or it yeah. gets squished. Just yeah, yep. Why can't everything just be um, close by? <laughs> that would be so nice. Well, speaking of travel and close by, yes, we're planning a we are planning a group meetup of all of us and mostly our static and beyond. Um, meeting up in a in the U.S. Although we do have some Canadians coming, so there's that. Um. Yeah, we're planning mm -hmm. a group meetup of all of us, about like eight or nine. Yeah. A little clear Full for eight. Full we, party. We got to get the group photo. Yeah. <laughs> and we absolutely, Clarissa, your only job is to get into Photoshop or whatever you use and just oh, put, I'm ready. you know, full party. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to Photoshop uh, stand in to... Somehow. Yep. Do it like that one, uh, that scuffed one I have, just like yeah, yeah. That's exactly <laughs> copy paste the place. that square picture. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 
That would be perfect. But yeah, we're doing a long weekend and going to be hanging out, gaming, and just chilling. Yeah. It's going to be nice. See the Mm -hmm. sights and whatever. I don't I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. The Midwest. Because I think I've met some, but not all in person. So this will be exciting. That's pretty much going to be the whole squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only person I met so far is Goro because he's in the area right now. And that's the only person I don't want it to sound too sad here, but I don't I don't get to hang out with anyone really. It's usually just online. That's it. So yeah, to have no, uh, I get that. everyone in IRL. Mm-hmm. It's pretty rare, honestly. Mm-hmm. It is rare. Big rare. Big rare. I don't know why I said big rare, but it is. It really Small is. rare. <laughs> Unique drop. Yeah. Drop rate 0.001%. Exactly. That's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, but I guess on my little updates, <clears throat> in game at least, I got, I fully leveled Monk, which is nice. So that leaves me with just Ninja, and then I will finally have every main job to 90, except for Blue Mage, because I, I haven't touched Blue Mage yet, but whatever. I got the main ones, the ones that matter. Oh, boy. <laughs> I just hurt someone's feelings, and they're mad. I don't know yeah. who's, but someone out there. <laughs> I mean, there are Blue Mage maids, Blue Mage mains in that yeah. they do a lot of the hard content. That they can up to 70. I'm sorry, Blue Mages. You can only go to 70 right now. But yeah, they do raids and it's a whole different game, I'd say. Yeah. It it definitely is. I don't it just doesn't interest me. Maybe I start leveling it and playing with it and I have fun. I just I don't know. It's not it doesn't get me going, doesn't pique my interest. I'm just kind of yeah. whatever. It's over there on the side. Yeah. But now I have Ninja, and then I'll get the highly acclaimed uh, the feather headdress thing that everyone loves. It's the best reward it's ever. Excellent. Yeah, for leveling everything. It's so Sarcasm. good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's definitely Big right sarcasm. up there with the super cool mount you got for everything at 80. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> An undiable feather headpiece. Yep. Uh, yeah. I guess going into... Yeah, sorry. You go ahead and... No, I was just saying, like, I think that's pretty much it for the week. Pretty much, Um, yeah. But I think, what, today's episode is going to be a little bit of a hodgepodge. Kind of news updates. Some other miscellaneous topics. Nothing too concentrated, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, pretty Uh, much. Just do some, um, current events, if you will. And yep. some things we saw people talking about, and we're going to throw in our two cents <laughs> on all of it. And we're the final authority, so you can't question it. What oh we say my. goes. I'm joking, obvious sarcasm <laughs> once again. Don't cancel me. Uh, <laughs> I guess we start off with Yoshi P and doing his little thing in packs. Yeah, PAX East uh, was recently. Um, oh, is it there's this? some news about 
Final Fantasy fourteen and Final Fantasy sixteen. Uh, so yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think we're all pretty excited about that that came out. Um, sixteen yeah. Final Fantasy sixteen is due to come out in June. <laughs> yeah, and it's highly anticipated just because. If you didn't know, it's Creative Business Unit 3, a.k.a. Yoshi's team, that is also doing Final Fantasy 16. Um, and it, it does look pretty amazing. Minus a few little kerfuffles that have surrounded it regarding diversity. Yeah. I honestly but- haven't followed it much. I don't... I tend to just stay away from too much news, which I probably shouldn't. I should probably get more involved with that. Oh but I my. guess there's an issue you're saying with, uh, I guess, it's all white people or something like that. Yeah, there wasn't a, there isn't a lot of diversity as game footage has shown or what they've shown us in the past of, like, about 16. Hmm. And... I think in some interview, someone asked about it specifically, and then Yoshi P was like, well, we wanted to stay sort of true to the historical timeline and events of, like, a medieval Europe or something like that. And that obviously, I mean, okay, Europe is a very large place, and there was, like, travel and immigration during that time as well, so... The idea that we're sticking to very fair-skinned people is kind of a bad cover story. Yeah, and it's also a fantasy, a yeah. Final Fantasy game, if you will, yeah. and yeah. doesn't have any bearing on real anything. No. So you can just you can do whatever you want. I mean, it's, yeah. and each Final Fantasy is its own universe so to speak so for the... sure i mean you look at like seven you have barrett and then nine or 13 you have saw saw is that how you say it s-c-a-h um i'm not sure <laughs> not yeah sure. but yeah and then even in 14 there's a lot of diversity too so it, it just seemed weird and not great that 16 kind of went the that route but yeah other than that um the game does look graphically good um probably hopefully a good story so we'll see i i have uh a bit of faith i guess i know yoshi p has done really well with 14 i feel like they've gone in really good directions so uh yeah i i have faith a bit, but we'll we'll have to see. We don't know until we play. It's true. Um, but yeah, I the diversity bit would have been nice. Uh, while I still play the game, probably. Um, but it is good to see representation in games, especially for like you know cosplayers or um, just seeing somebody that looks like you in art is so it makes an impact. It, you know, you, you feel more attached to it. You feel something more with it. Yeah, like, as an artist, I, I personally, I don't think it's that difficult to make diverse characters. Um, And, like, I don't know, it, Yoshi's kind of 
explanation felt felt kind of weak to me. Um, but like, it really can make someone's day just like seeing a diverse cast because like it's. I mean, it's better. It's been getting better lately, but it it sucks when there's like a game that you really like, but there's like no one in there that looks like you, and it's like, huh? I wonder why this choice was made not to include anyone but i don't know yeah that's my thought on it yep i wonder Um. if sometimes i don't know i feel like because i even when i've seen their development team it's pretty it's pretty much all just native japanese people for the most part as far as i know i don't i don't ever remember other than uh some of the different localization teams Mm-hmm. Um, so I wonder if in their development cycle it's just an echo chamber and they don't even think about it until people start looking at it and saying yo what and then but they don't I, want to change it I'm sure that that's like, possible. hard I mean, not like it's a um, malicious but it's also kind of like um, you didn't think about it so a little I think there's a little bit of that but also they know they're making games for a global market true yeah. true so to kind of stay under the guise of like ignorance or we didn't know um, is pretty naive. And frankly, it really limits your global audience as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so, true. Yeah. I could see that because, you know, Japanese is very homogenous. Japan. Um, so I could see that. But also if you're if you're trying to market to a entire like global market then you need to adapt a little bit mm-hmm. true especially now with how vocal people are i guess and i don't people people are more observant of it I guess, i'm not sure how to put it but it's just people are going to call you out on it i guess is what i'm trying to get at yeah and like 20 years ago oh yeah definitely uh, so the times have definitely moved moved and changed, and it's kind of, uh, you know, diversify it up a bit. We don't have to whitewash everything. Or yeah, anything, really. Difficult. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really not hard. It's, yeah. Especially, like, in a fantasy setting. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah. know, man. It just seems yeah, really easy always, to do. <laughs> I understand if you're doing, like, a certain historical things and you're representing, yeah, like, different. the English monarchy. Like, all right, yeah, that's going to be a ton of white people. <laughs> I get that. Fine. But this is just a fantasy world. You could literally make up whatever you want. It doesn't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they could have all been some minor tribe with blue skin and like, that. all right, there you go. Well, I just named Avatar. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful. Yeah. James Cameron's coming after you. Yeah. yeah. Crap. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, people with magenta skin. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. You can make up anything you want. Like, it's a fantasy setting. Uh, well, the funny thing is, with 16, some of the artwork and some of the like locations that they've revealed, I'm like, hmm kind of has like maybe that's like a middle eastern sort of vibe or maybe that you know so it was there they could have easily done something but because there's definitely places in 16 that are not your medieval castle looking 
like England, it's <laughs> there's some different architectures in there for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's kind of unfortunate. I don't maybe I don't know, can you even you can't really fix that at this point because you're at like the shipping stage oh. and you've already got everything. Yeah, no. It is wrapped up. In yeah, it is. But it I don't is. know, maybe uh, add-on stuff, expansion, DLC, something. Maybe as they add things. I could see maybe their next title being a little more. Please, at least that. It. Yeah, seventeen. Yeah, I could see that being a little more. Re- I doubt they're going to change much now. Oh yeah, no. But. At this point, it's too late, and that might be why he's. He might realize they messed up, but he's also like, we can't do anything about this, so I'm just going to try to smooth it over and make it sound okay. I don't, I don't know, but that's just reading minds at that point. I don't know. I don't know what's. (laughs) No, but um, hopefully, I hope just in the future, Square Creative Business Unit 3 are just a little more like receptive and cognizant of that diversity in art and games matters and that. To appeal to more of a wider audience, it would help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And it's more interesting. It is. Frankly. Yeah. It's it's cool. Um, so, yeah, I guess moving beyond that. Um, well, they talked it, it about... Was pretty... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, it was just funny when uh, Yoshi was like, oh, you know, I'll have to talk to the Final Fantasy fourteen game director and you know, check with the Final Fantasy 16 director, and um, he is both. So when he does that, he's making all these jokes of like, I guess I'll talk to that producer and see what he says. He's referring to himself. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I did think that was that was pretty funny. I like the joke. He's done it a couple times now, I think, where yeah, he'll pretend like, oh, I better go ask the uh, 16 director. I hope he's open to it. I am. <laughs> He's both. <laughs> yeah. So. Been like... Yeah. Obviously, there's going to be crossover content there. Like. He, yeah. He wants it going both ways. It's going to happen both ways. I'm sure yeah. it will. I like when people ask him. Like obviously, like. I don't want to say obvious, but like it. It seems highly likely. <laughs> I would say it's obvious really is to. kind of, like you have to ask as a reporter or whatever. Yeah, uh, because uh, you you want to confirm it, but it's pretty obvious because they've done crossovers with so many other uh, yeah. Final Fantasies and eleven and eight. Well, they did the whole whole thing with fifteen when 15. it was coming out as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've they've touched on so many of them. Yeah, there's no shot that the one he's working on isn't going to go into fourteen. Right. <laughs> We're gonna so. get a Clive hairstyle. <laughs> Oh boy. I'm I'm expecting a sweet mount. I don't I don't know that what it is, cool. but a sweet mount would be pretty cool. It would be cool if you bought like the sixteen collectors edition that you'd get fourteen things as well. Ooh, that would be really nice. That would be kinda cool. Something. I don't know. A hat. Uh, <laughs> oh oh god. No, no more hats. <laughs> the Viera would be so Viera. upset. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And maybe the few Hrothgar out there. Oh my gosh. Oh, Rothgar. (laughs) Please. For burger salad, please let him wear hats. (laughs) (laughs) 
So yeah, 16 crossover. What else from PAX? Uh, I guess they said expect influences from Final Fantasy 2, 9, 7 Remake, and 11 possibly? Um, 11 is interesting. That would be interesting because I have never played 11. So I don't I know what I dabbled. So I don't really have any input because I think I got to like level 10 or something. <laughs> Which doesn't sound like much, but that was hours. <laughs> that took a while. Eleven <laughs> uh, was very different, so I've heard. I haven't played it. Yeah, but you. I've been... So like fourteen, you know, you level with story and the quests, pretty much. If you're leveling alts, you go through dungeons and whatnot. In eleven, you just go out and you grind, and you occasionally get quests here and there. Like, oh, there's a story over there. You know, you run into this guy. There's no quests on the mini-map. You just find yeah. them. And obviously people can min-max and, like, look up where quests are and stuff. But if you just log in and play, you're just kind of wandering around until you level up. So that... I would imagine... Oh, sorry. Uh, that, that's the gameplay loop. That That's pretty much how it works. Okay. I would imagine... Final Fantasy XI probably looks close to what 1.0 might have looked like. Yeah. They were similar. I've definitely seen the parts of it, you know. Yeah, because they, the original development of 14 was influenced by 11 because they felt like 11 was pretty successful. So we'll just do that again. <laughs> like, but not kind of realizing that the MMO community had changed. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And then they yeah. broke it. And it, we, yeah, that was a whole thing. <laughs> And then WoW came out. Oh, yeah. Well, WoW came out two years after 11 launched because I think 11 was 2003. Well, WoW was 2005. Oh. And WoW crushed them. They really did. Yeah. That was, yeah. Just, WoW just <laughs> absolutely dominated. I feel like there's a lot of younger people that weren't. Well, I mean, just people that were born in the 2000s now, because they're old enough to be gaming, oh, which is wild yeah, to think about. freaks me out. Yeah. Born I, in the 2000s. <laughs> yeah. They don't realize how big WoW was. Oh, my gosh. It was uh, everywhere. It, I mean, yeah, there's like, like South Park and Simpsons. There's so many cultural references and like everything about it. They made uh, Mountain Dew Game Fuel with Horde and Alliance. They made a blue and red Game Fuel. Yeah, it was to commemorate. Uh, what was it? Was it Mop or was it Battle for Azeroth? I can't remember. It was one of the expansions. It, but it yeah, sounds well, familiar yeah. in a weird way. It was a very big MMO. Oh, they always had celebrities coming in for the different expansions. Oh yeah, they, uh, there... you know, I'm a Night Elf Mohawk. Mr. T. A Mr. Oh T. Yeah. And they had, um, <laughs> there was an event in Burning Crusade. Well, not an event, but an NPC that was the Night Elf Mohawk. Oh my and God. you would just walk up to him and he would give you Night Elf Mohawk grenades and you could turn people into Night Elves with Mohawks. <laughs> and <laughs> that was a thing for a while. Yeah. Yeah, WoW is huge. Um, and I, part of it too is when Final Fantasy XIV came out, it really wasn't that 
you know, all the bugs and issues it had. So people really didn't stick with it. And they're like, well, I'm going to play WoW, I guess. And then 2.0 rolled around and Yoshi P used, you know, WoW as sort of a reference to design some things. Yeah, in the no clip, I know I brought it up with you guys before. You guys got to watch that. Uh, the no clip documentary he does in an, in that interview, he says, like, I looked at WoW and just said, what can we take from that? And, like, they borrowed a bunch of ideas from Cataclysm at the time. Uh, because that was the biggest game. And he was like, they're, they're the biggest game. Why? What makes that work? Let's do that. And that's yeah, pretty much, uh, yeah. And that's how we've gotten what we've gotten to today. Yeah, it's just amazing that, you know, so many years after 2.0, like, it really blew up. Uh, yeah, it's the game now is actually at its basically its peak, or at yeah, least I, I don't know if it's at the peak. Peak it could go higher. We don't know, but <laughs> it's currently at its highest point. Um, someone I saw posted somewhere the Steam numbers because that's the only hard numbers we can go with. But I think trends with the Steam numbers would be pretty reflective of the game overall. Um. The Steam numbers at Shadowbringers launch, I believe, was 41,000 players, uh, which is fine for anyone like, oh, that's not a lot of people. Most people don't play on Steam. (laughs) Uh, Most people play just directly through the launcher. Um, But yeah, it's like 41,000. The Steam player numbers at the 6.3 launch, so an odd patch. on Steam and Endwalker was like 95,000. Wow. So a mid-patch was bigger than the launch of the last expansion. That says a lot. Yeah. So the game is definitely like way bigger than it was just two, three years ago, four years ago. Yeah. Which as much as people say, oh, the game's janky, uh, it is. I, I won't lie, but it's still good. It mm-hmm. doesn't make it a terrible game. It's just, uh, yeah. There are definitely some issues that I'm sure the dev team is aware of. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's a 10-year-old MMO game built on top of a... A really bad a MMO game. A really game. bad... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we're dealing with some of that. And also the PS3 support really handicapped it and a lot of modern features i i kind of wish they just scrapped supporting ps3 even after they promised they were going to support it just just say no the ps4 was already on the horizon just say no yeah yeah i kind of because i feel like yeah there's definitely some artifacts probably still lingering around in the game code somewhere that are just relics from when that was a thing Kind of like I pointed out before with the cities. So, like, Limza and Ulda and everything, they're all compartmentalized into different sections. Oh, yeah. But later cities, after PS3 support was removed, are not. They're just completely wide open. Like, Kagane is just a whole city. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's no, like, loading screens that you have to sit through. Right. To get to different areas. It's just one unified area instead of, oh, I'm at the Etherite 
time to run through a loading screen to get to the market board. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that's, yeah, I'd like to see a bunch of that go away. Maybe not unifying the cities into one giant area would be cool, but that that's kind of low on the priority list. Yeah, yeah. I think. Let's see. At PAX East, Yoshi said the team is actively testing a graphics the the graphics upgrade, um, and that they're possibly about halfway there in terms of work regarding the graphics update for fourteen. Mm-hmm. And they um, they kind of showed us some of that on the last live letter, or maybe the live letter before. They've shown us little previews. Yeah, uh, it looks nice. I'm excited. Yeah, it's. I hope- I hope it's more beyond graphics, please. <laughs> yeah, it. Well, they. Uh, what they showed us was definitely early, and they told us that it was like pre-alpha. This is early days, but we are mm-hmm. working on it. Like, and it was just yeah. the character model, but mm-hmm. they are upgrading the whole graphics suite. Like everything is going to get upgrades, which will be awesome. Uh, because I already think the I- game looks good. Oh, yeah. I think it looks good. Um, But, yeah, I would, like, some of their code, just their, like, platform base engine code, net code, please. Yep. Yeah. Rating is just feels so bad. Yeah. I mean, the engine has the room to do things. Because Final Fantasy 16 is built on the same engine. Oh, no. What that scares me? I don't like the way that sounds. Huh? So why would they do that? They did that. Ooh. No, yeah, it is. But the thing is, is that it's not the engine itself that's kind of screwed. It mm-hmm. was the way things were built around what they built in 1.0. Okay. The engine itself they is in house. They built it themselves, and it works. They've used it in other games. It's fine. The MMO part kind of screwed it and if you i'm telling you i would love sujak for you to watch it as because you've got that software engineer background for you to hear what they how they describe it and the way that the whole thing you think it's jank now (laughs) (laughs) 1.0 was the reason it was crashing in a lot of places was because there's like server pings every time you open your inventory that's why if you're selling things, it you they have to slow you down if you sell too fast because the server can't keep up because it has to update and refresh every single time you move anything in your inventory. That's terrible. Yeah, it's weird. Like even down to moving things around, the server has to handle that. And it's it's weird. It's it's because they had teams develop everything alone. So, like, this team had their own little script for this little thing, and they developed that completely compartmentalized from everything else. Mm. And then the other team was working on this little thing, and the other team was working on... No one talked to each other, and it just... Yeah. It's super janked, and I... Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we get less jank. I'd be really happy. Yeah. Um, Definitely happy with the graphics update, but less jank would be nice, too. I think they're working uh-huh. on it. He had said he wants to do like a bunch of overhauls and work through that. That'd be nice. Um, I, I, at that point, though, I hope it's not because like sometimes when you try and fix those things, it's almost near impossible given how tightly interwoven everything else is with it. 
Yeah, that's, that you're like, yeah, we might just need to rewrite it. Well, because he said he put it as we're gonna have to do an overhaul because if you look at like World of Warcraft, people will say it needs an engine update. Engine's fine. They've actually updated the game. It was their updates where they were slowly breaking things. <laughs> um, mm. Like, for instance, uh, in WoW now, if you've noticed, if you go into areas with a ton of people doing, like, a world boss or PvP or any anything with a bunch of people, the game just, like, stutters to a halt, and it's oh, terrible. Yeah. That was because years, like, a few years ago, they made a change where it used to be when you applied, say, a dot, it would mm-hmm. snapshot whatever buffs you had and whatever debuffs the boss had or whatever, it would snapshot it, and the dot would hit just for that. It wouldn't re-roll everything and re-measure everyone's buffs and debuffs. Now, every dot tick gets a re-refresh. Like, oh, does is this buff still up? Is this still up? Is this up? Is there a change? And then it oh, does the damage. Cursed. Yeah. So imagine that with 100 people. No. And, you know, all the dots flying everywhere and debuffs and necklaces popping and this trinket going off and this thingy. <laughs> like... It, yeah, you see how that immediately, <laughs> like, shit hits the fan. It's just... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. It's like, oh, guess I was somewhere where there were a lot of people because I can't move. Yeah. <laughs> or you, you know that, like, a, a horde is coming in at you because all of a sudden <laughs> your game tanks and you're like, oh, boy. <laughs> Here they come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's... it's. So that was, like, not them them trying to update things broke it but not because the engine's outdated or bad no they they made a weird decision that kind of ruined gameplay a bit yeah i think it also sometimes you just cannot test the scale at which mm-hmm. an mmo is you can test like maybe to an extent but you you really just can't test the live environment cuz there's just like hundreds of thousands millions of players you just can't you can't test for that <laughs> yeah you can't really hire a qa team that big yeah <laughs> That's and just even not... if you try and like, put your servers under load like gosh it's still simulated load it still won't mimic the real world so it's like yeah a lot of resources for some testing but not all yeah that's, I guess, once they, if they do any kind of overhaul, I do think it, they can't do a piecemeal thing where they fix one piece and another piece. It's going to be like, a lot. It's going to have to be massive chunks, which is going to take a lot of test, uh, testing and a lot of time. Mm-hmm. But I've seen people discuss that they think it'll never happen, and I disagree. Because Final Fantasy fourteen is currently, like, it for... Square Enix. That that's their money maker. It's it is. They need it. <laughs> right now they absolutely <laughs> need that game alive. It saved them from bankruptcy already. They've had several failed like games that they've had come out and uh they've lost a bunch of money except for like a handful of mobile titles and Final Fantasy 14. So yeah. If they sit there and say, yeah, we want this to last 10 more years, but we're not going to update anything on how the game operates, oh, uh, you're shooting yourself in the foot. And I think yeah. they kind of know that. I hope they so. Learned. I hope I so. Hope. Yeah. 
let's see, what was the another point from PAX? Oh, housing enthusiasts. Mm. Um, so Yoshi said he wants to expand the housing limit in the 7.x patches. Um, I'm guessing that's just like something maybe on his wish list that hopefully they'll get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm guessing it's not set in stone. So so don't uh, don't bank on it. But that would be really nice to expand the housing item limit because let me tell you, it is hard to get 300 items only in a medium and then for a large. Oh, um, boy. Good luck. Yeah. It's what what is a large 300? Okay. Yeah. Absurd. Yeah, that would, be... would be nice to upgrade that. And I'm assuming more housing wards at some point too. Maybe. Potentially. I would, would like good. to see at least one more just new uh well, I don't know, when you say wards, do you mean like a new housing area or just more wards in the existing um, maybe both. I don't know if a new, I don't think a new housing district is going to no. be about, because uh, they just added is the word. Yeah, I don't think, I don't uh, think a new district's coming soon. More wards would be. I think more wards. The best, that's just like I would expect. Yeah. yeah. But um, a new district would be cool, maybe not this expansion, but the next one. I would love to see the options available. I'm very interested. That would be cool. I won't say because yeah, I my two I won't say the names, but the Shadowbringers yes. area mm-hmm. somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Uh and then the Endwalker. Yeah. I'd like to see something in one of those I'd like two. The, the northern yeah. the northern zone. Ooh. For me. Yeah, that's high on my list. I would love to see like a reconstruction thing. Oh, and we boy. get like a little area out of that. That would be really cool. You know, like oh, I did with Ishgar. In... Yeah, yeah. Like do something like the that again. Or, um, oh, uh, I was thinking. area. Endwalker. Oh, yeah. Or no, no, storm or storm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been there for so long. It like, has. Please let me help them. Big like, true. Please let me help them. <laughs> well, we kind of did. But like, it's still. It is. It is still in shambles. <laughs> but we did we just help. Kind of abandoned that. We did. <laughs> but it's man. yeah. We yeah. I'd like that. But uh, <laughs> there's so much that's there that they could do. I. It's kind yeah. of a good problem for them to have because there's just content mm-hmm. available that writes itself. <laughs> yeah. They could put sure. in pretty much minimal effort, and but still, it's effort. Yeah. There's so much. Like it's just. Mm-hmm. The wish list could go on and on for things. Oh, for sure. uh, uh, but things, you know, speaking of wish lists, Heart of Sabiq. <laughs> I'd yeah, like to know more so about that. That would be cool. I guess people who don't know the story won't really have a spoiler about Heart of Sabiq. Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see like where that might go. He said, probably not a main focus, but it could return. It, it needs to. I they mentioned yeah. it. It was very prominent when they did bring it up. Mm-hmm. I don't if you're playing through the game what you'll you'll know it when you see it, but it's just something they bring up right there in front of your face and then that was it. That was we it. haven't seen it since. <laughs> I not that seems like a thing that we should probably know about or at least where it came from, something. 
Yeah, it was a big, it seemed important, and it's just, they kind of just, oh, yep, no, we're just going to sweep that under the rug, I guess. Yeah. Oh, no, the players won't notice. <laughs> we noticed. We noticed. We noticed. <laughs> We've all noticed. Hold on, is it Heart of Sabik or Heart of State? It's Sabik. Sabik, I've heard them say it. Okay. Yeah. And La Habrea. Oh, the well. word. Uh, he says it. Well, no, I'm not going to count that as a spoiler because you learn his name at like level 19. Yeah. So I'm I'm not don't feel I don't feel too bad about spoiling a few things in a Realm Reborn specifically just because it's pretty soon. Yeah, you're gonna see it soon if you're in the game, and there's so much after that <laughs> that mm-hmm. it's yeah. Realm Reborn is just kind of the setup for the real meat and potatoes that's going to happen later. So, Mm -hmm. um, not, uh, yeah, uh, most realm reborn spoilers or whatever. In my opinion, just even knowing what comes later, it's, I won't reveal like like, the the ending. Yeah. And there's a few things that like, like the end of the patch content of realm reborn, you guys know what I'm talking about heading into the next expansion. Like Mm -hmm. I wouldn't spoil that because that's a big, it's a big moment. It is. I want people to experience that, but uh, knowing La Habrea's name, uh, be all right. It's a name. <laughs> Heart of Sabik. Lots of other stuff. Heart of Sabik. Oh well, you don't know anything I mean, about it anyway. We don't even know, yes. so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd love uh, for them to finally close that up. I just it just give us two minutes of a cutscene of just hey, this is what that was. Oh yeah. There's a perfect opportunity just presenting itself, like there in is. like Endgame, like right now, like Endwalker stuff. But eh. yeah, there's I definitely won't talk too much about it. Yeah, I don't want to go into that. Yeah, but it's definitely it's there. They've even said Endwalker is the end of that whole saga. This mm-hmm. is the time. This is the mm-hmm. moment to Please. finally tell yep. us what this is. Please remember that you mentioned yeah. this. It's been ten years. <laughs> <laughs> But he did mention it though by name, so mm-hmm. I I think they do plan on closing that up and telling people <laughs> finally. Uh, but as I said before, and he did mention, he does intend for the game to be uh, going for the next ten years. That's really his goal. So mm-hmm. graphical I update think, makes sense. Yeah, I think in order to keep its popularity for a bit for a while. 10 years or so. Yeah, it's going to have to be some pretty significant platform updates in terms of quality of life. Yes. Please. Graphic updates. And then also the story just really needs to be on par with like what happened in Shadowbringers, I think. Yeah, I'm worried about that because I personally, I know we all, all of us here enjoyed Shadowbringers a lot. Um, even kind of com- for me personally, comparing it to Endwalker, I didn't dislike Endwalker, but I definitely think Shadowbringers was the strongest of the two. Yeah, I'm kind of worried that they won't be able to top that because it's that's just kind of like something that's hard to do. Yeah, um, but I I'm, I'm am curious. okay with them not topping it because <laughs> it was so good. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'll be pleasantly surprised if they do, and yeah. I love it. But I mean, I would be really happy if they do. But like, I think I just mean like they need a a good, compelling story. Yes. Maybe yeah. not topping Shadowbringers because we all are like, 
holding near and dear to our heart, kind of like Empire Strikes Back, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Like, but something good, compelling that keeps you drawn in, which I guess yeah might we could probably swing into like the whole content drought discourse. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. Because yeah, right now at this point of the game, we have wrapped up pretty much all of the expansions. Mm-hmm. And we're in this sort of like lull period setting up maybe something, but we're not really sure what yet. Um, and so people have been saying, ah, it's a content drought. No one's playing, blah, blah, blah. I hard uh, disagree on that. Yeah. yeah I definitely... Some people say that the game is dead, but it's not. It's alive to it me. It has very strong numbers right now. It's, I don't, I don't see the dead part <laughs> yeah i i could definitely see people pausing their subs if they want mm-hmm. um, oh it's definitely at that back. moment yeah sure mm-hmm. but i mean there's plenty of stuff to do and you know I, I might get like chastised for saying like there's a lot of stuff to do in the game and when people are like Ooh, have you done all the blah, blah blah but like it does hold some truth because yeah, do you have a you know some relics you want to finish up? Maybe some storylines, some quests, some reputations. Um, you know, if you if if you want, you were lucky enough to win a house. Have you decorated it? Um, deep dungeons. Deep dungeons. Yeah. Those are always and a thing. Honestly, if those things aren't your cup of tea, then they're not your cup of tea. Fine. No one's forcing you to play, but like just. <laughs> you know no there's so many other things to do yeah it really is there's it it, i guess i also understand the the story isn't very i guess compelling would be the word right now and it's not that the story's bad that has been happening through the patches it's just that like when endwalker ended the patch content isn't really talking about Endwalker. Like, Endwalker kind of sealed itself up. It's good to go. Mm-hmm. And the patches are literally just an in-between. They aren't leading into... Because they said this in one of the live letters that the patch content story isn't leading into the next expansion. Uh, it's just its own little story that they wanted to tell. And so are the ex- so maybe... Five five will have a little lead in, I would assume. I say five five, but you know the final <laughs> patch before the next yeah. expansion, whatever that might be, that might have a lead in. I would imagine. Yeah. But oh yeah. That's it. Like that's all we're gonna get. The rest is just waiting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it just kind of falls a little flat, but it is good. I have enjoyed the story content of the last few patches. It's interesting Mm -hmm. it's interesting lore going on Mm -hmm. but we also know it's not like it's not the next big thing no so it's all in sort of in between stuff yeah um i guess i say that i feel like that that's a bit of a lull to some people but it is i think if you've been playing final fantasy 14 for like five to ten years or so it probably is going to feel like a content drought for you because you've probably done Baja. You've probably done your relic weapons. You've probably done deep dungeons, you know, and if, if you wanted to do like big fish, you would have done it already. or You just don't want to do it. 
Yeah. Um, and I get that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, if you've been playing for five to ten years, I could see being like, yeah, this is a content drought. I could see that. Um, me, as someone who started playing in 2021, um, I still have a lot of stuff to do. Mm -hmm. Same. But I, I feel like I haven't even done half the things I'd like to do. Yeah. Yep. There's like just so much of it. Jobs. I'm almost there. Um, I'm almost there. You're almost there. <laughs> so close. Yeah. Leveling jobs. Maybe yep. if you wanted to do like Minai level, no echo. Yeah, that's um, still definitely out I there. I 100% want to actually do some stuff like that. Um, Just get like those early raids and just do them as they were during that time. Mm -hmm. Definitely can do that. That's a big one for me that I'd like to do. But yeah, I guess, yeah, is there, like, I would say it isn't a content drought, it's more of, like, a story drought. Mm -hmm. That's a good way to put it, because there's definitely content out yeah. there, it's just, like, a matter of if it's something that you personally might want to do, or you haven't done yet, or maybe you already did it because you've been around for a while. But if you're, like, here for the story, like, you're a strictly, like, MSQ player, that's why you log in, yeah, there's probably not a whole lot that you might be interested in doing <laughs> yeah i could see that i do feel okay. like the relic i don't know, maybe i'm i don't know i didn't do any of the other relics except for i started the, the Shadowbringer mm -hmm. uh relic Pasha. yeah but i don't remember the first two steps because it seems like right now we're, we've got the first two steps weapons look cool but mm -hmm. yeah. To get them is the same thing twice. And it's yeah. just take this currency and that's it. The first steps for Shadowbringers relics were tombstones and yeah. then fates. Yeah. Mm. In different regions. Yeah. So, I mean, would you all want to be grinding fates and like Shadowbringers? <laughs> or oh. just being like, uh, here's my tombstones, just take them. Thank you. I don't I mean, mind it, having a reason would, to go back and revisit. Like, it's, it's fun to me. I, I also just kind of like doing fates. Yeah. I just think the first two relic steps are usually just pretty underwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. Usually. Because I've done... I'm waiting. I've done a Realm Reborn relic. I've done Heaven's Ward relic. Uh, Shadowbringer is almost done. And then, obviously, doing the Endwalker. I did not touch... Stormblood relics for obvious reasons. Um, but yeah, I've done those relics. And yeah, the first couple steps of each one are usually not that amazing. Well, I got, we have two more steps, right? Oh, I think we have. Probably more than that. More than that. I was just thinking about patches. I don't... Because they're usually in the, the 05 patch, well, right? Probably... I feel like we might get another. It might. Will we get another step in six point four, or maybe six point four five, or something like that? Maybe four or five. I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. But there's definitely going to be more than. There's going to be some steps. Yeah, there's there's got to be more. Yeah. It's like this is like the first two steps have been so easy, um, compared to like I I personally have only really done the Bajia. Uh, relic. Well, I, I technically did the, the Stormblood one too, but I was in it for the mount. Um, <laughs> but uh, mm -hmm. those took a lot of time. 
Um, so I'm I'm kind of waiting for the steps that eat up more of your time and effort. Um, but maybe this relic will be different, and it, it's aimed. Maybe the grind that everyone's looking for. Maybe the grind was actually the prerequisite to having access to these relics because there's Amanda a lot of. Yeah, you have to do all the Manderville quests, and that starts in A Realm Reborn. So if you didn't do it until, like, you heard about these relic weapons, you have a grind ahead of you. That's true. That is big true. <laughs> yeah, um, that is a big, yeah. <laughs> I do think there's going to be some sort of grind. There's, I, has to. There has mm. to be either doing some raids, doing some fates doing, you know, some dungeons, it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, probably next step they start doing that, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I think so. Um, But I'm not super disappointed with the relic as it is now. It's fine. Like, no. I, and, yeah. and if anything, grinding your tombstones for that, you can do a whole bunch of different roulettes. It's yeah. fine. And it mixes it up, so... Unless you're a hunt train, like, got to min-max everything, so I do the hunt train. <laughs> you're probably, um, like, halfway there if you're going that route. So I it's saw not some, that bad. I saw someone post that they have done all of their relics. I can believe that, 100%. That like, is... If you catch those trains, mm-hmm. you're, it's easy. Yeah, they're like, I never want to see a hunt train again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. It's a lot of hunting. That is a lot yeah. of um, But I think the other point of contention has been Island Sanctuary. Oh, boy. Oh, my island. People just call it, <laughs> they just call it Excel Spreadsheet Simulator. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't... Um, I barely use that system, and I know there's cool things in it. I know. There's so many cool things. I really want, like, that fountain thingy <laughs> that looks so cool, but uh, I just I tried it. I played it a little bit, and I was like, I don't, I don't really care about doing this. Yeah, and I just neglected it completely. Makes sense. It's not super. It doesn't grab you and want you to come back. What grabbed me and wanted me, like I wanted to come back for is the glams. Yep, yeah, that's I got my glams and I left. My crops are withered. My animals are probably <laughs> like eating each other. <laughs> I have not been back to my island after I got my little visor. Go back. There's a giant alligator in a pen. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Beefed up. Yeah, that's kind of. I, and then I used it to get materia, and that's what I use it for. But it, it's it's okay. Could it be better? I think so. I honestly would be highly delighted if they did put instance housing on it one day. I think that would be very cute and very nice because, like, even though they, I know they added a ton of housing lately, but still, there are people who have just been terribly unlucky in the lottery and they haven't been able to get their house yet. Um, and they're kind of waiting for new plots to open up. Um, Granted, with demolition yeah. happening again, it's more likely. But it's still, there's a chance you just don't get a house. Um, so being able to have that option of, like, instance housing or, like, even just... Because, like, there's apartments and stuff, but I think instance housing on an island, 
like a little island getaway. I think that would be really cute. I, I like that idea a lot. <laughs> yeah, even nice. you get like that little hut mm -hmm. thing. Like maybe if that was turned into something, you could even if it's limited, but you can at least customize. Yeah. Or something. Just you can do something with it. I don't. Maybe not full out housing, per se. Um, I feel I, like I feel like the community is just gonna come at it with pitchforks until it is instance housing. Yeah. Yeah, that tends to happen. Because <laughs> I, I, I looking I think, at Vera. Because <laughs> I love the way housing is. Because the neighborhood thing is so cool. It is cool. Yeah. But yeah, to have like everyone does get this base level of a house. Maybe it has limited items you can put in, like. I don't, severely limited, a hundred items that you can use, which an apartment. Yeah, like mm -hmm. just like that, and then there you go. People can come visit your island, and then it it does make yeah. the island more interesting. It yeah. gets that Animal Crossing. Yo, this is my vacation house. Like you know, yeah, that'd yeah. be really cool. Yeah, I think also too to have instance housing. I think a lot of people who do want to pause their subs or you know, want to mm. take a step away from the game, but also want to have a house and, like, a yard to decorate, that's, like, a perfect thing for them. Yeah. Yeah. It's... I hope they... I I, I hope they keep going with it. They do a lot mm -hmm. of things that... I don't know. So many of the systems stay relevant in some way, shape, or form, even years later. Yeah. Like, the restoration project from Heaven's Ward. That one is still relevant. You, it's still one of the best ways to level crafters and gatherers in the game. It's yeah. phenomenal, and people still do it. It still has relevant, like uh, you can get little mounts and stuff, and pets. And I still see people all the time if you go over there, just in there doing things. Uh, there's, and I'm blanking right now, but a lot of their older content does just stay relevant. And I hope the island gets expanded on a bit and doesn't get abandoned. Uh, yeah, because it is sort of feels that way right now. <laughs> yeah, it it just it has potential. It it's it'd be nice to have it carry on with yeah. something, something. Mm -hmm. Oh, so swinging back to like this Final Fantasy sixteen and fourteen, what do you all think about the thing where people say like, oh, Final Fantasy fourteen is going to be uh, sort of subject to the limited, t you know, the split time in development between, you know, with the OCP on mm. two titles and then CBU3 also on t two titles. Like, do you think 14 is going to have a detrimental impact from that? I see the concern, but I have enough faith in them that they won't do that. And also 14 has literally been like, making so much money they like i think they know better not to let the game fall through the cracks i but look i'm, I'm putting so much faith in the team here please please, <laughs> I, please don't mess this up I, I don't think they're going to but we'll see yeah we yeah i don't see. i don't know how they structured it like who did they take people off of 14 to work on 16 did they hire yeah. more like i'm i imagine they had to have hired more people and expanded to accommodate 16. And then, like, yeah. Yoshi P working on both, I don't see that as a huge issue because 14, like, when he started with 14, yeah, he had to micromanage like crazy because mm -hmm. of 
the craziness. They were rebuilding an MMO in two years. It was stupid. Like, no one's done that. What are you doing? You're crazy. He had to micromanage to make that work. But now uh, they've got things on such a step-by-step pattern. Like, people know what they need to be doing at this stage. So he can probably step back from that and just do the check-ins, so to speak, I guess while he focuses on 16 so i don't feel his split time is going to be hurting 14 and i doubt they abandon 14 it makes no sense to me if that's a cash cow yeah, yeah. It's, hey that thing's making us a lot of money we're cutting your staff in half what <laughs> we're alive because of you or because of 14 like this doesn't exist none of this is happening without 14 what are you but um, businesses do some weird shit that's true. Yeah, their guy, their new CEO or whatever, he's got he wants NFTs in his in the game. No, which no, we don't want them. We don't want them. Literally, why are we still talking about NFTs? I don't know. I don't. No more. Every time it's like, hey, what's the benefit of having NFTs in games? Well, I can trade it on a marketplace. So, like the way Steam does it. Without NFTs. <laughs> yeah, but this is decentralized. So someone could steal it. Right. Got yeah. it. <laughs> Let me get my screenshot button ready. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Let's see, because you get so many where they do like these pump and dump schemes and then people just shut down the network and walk away and then yeah. you have, you're left with nothing. And it's like, yep. this, these and NFTs then- don't make any sense. I don't know people cry about like how come you know there's no like government bailout like do you not understand (laughs) you're decentralized for the concept (laughs) yeah it's uh so i don't know why they want this in games some people have this pie in the sky thing that oh i'll get this nft and then it'll work in multiple games (laughs) that's not how things work (laughs) uh if you got a skin like in one game the other game would have to agree to get that skin and remap it for their game and it work and and then at best it's within the same company because like another company probably isn't going to agree to support that nft forever Uh, so i and then it's like why have the nft if it's in-house it's all within their games just keep it in their system like why yeah, you don't need these weird tokens and everything, and no. it's no. it all feels like a cash grab. It, yeah, and I don't know why. Like, but anyway, I yeah. hope I hope fourteen development doesn't suffer. Um, we'll see. Um, I, I, I'm yeah. I'm really anxious to see how seven point is gonna play out, and chances are seven point is not gonna come until like early twenty twenty four. So we have like a year left, I think, of N Walker. I mm-hmm. think easily a year, maybe a bit longer. I don't know yet. I I think the telling point is going to be FanFest. Yeah. yeah. Because if we don't get any reveal at FanFest at well, all, then it's like, yeah. The, yeah, we've got, whoa. <laughs> like, it's got a serious ways to go because, mm-hmm. yeah, I... And I know people are going to be really, like, I think people are still hoping that'll be end of this year, possibly. And I'm like, no, no way. Uh-uh. It's not going to be pushing it. They would at least, by now, if it was coming end of year, they would have already at least given us a name 
and mm-hmm. something. Not like a full trailer, obviously. That doesn't come till later. But anything that we haven't heard, a, not even a whisper. No. We don't have no. any information, so. It's not going to be till next year. Yeah. Or like Q1 at the earliest, possibly, maybe, probably Q2. Yeah, I'm feeling spring, maybe summer. They might hold it to summer. Maybe. I don't know. It's hard to... But yeah, it's... it's... See where Square's fiscal year ends and see if... Because I doubt they're going to try and show 16 and 14 release in the same fiscal year. Yeah. So whenever Square's fiscal Hmm. year ends, I could imagine... Let's, Let's do a search for that. You know what they might actually do also? Because we're looking at a really long time frame mm-hmm. where we could end up on the 5-5 five, five patch for longer than ever before. I hope not. But So their fiscal year, I think, ends March 31st. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I could see like an April release. April 2024. Because we're Calling even... It, boy. Because if we're on the same kind of cadence as Shadowbringers, almost, uh, I don't know. I just feel like 5.5 could be out a long time. We could see the first, like, 0.6 patch as a lead-in to the new expansion, just to keep everyone... That would be spicy. It would be, but it could keep everyone like, whoa. I'm interested. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's just mm-hmm. a story patch, just to say, "Yo, this is what's happening." It's here's the teaser. Oh boy, yeah. there's a thingy in the sky. I don't know what. There's got to be something though. Yeah. There's Dalamud 2.0 incoming. Oh my Look god. Out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if their fiscal year ends March 31st, I could see like it. April 2024 release. That's what I was thinking would be probably Mm -hmm. the earliest would be April. Yeah, that's that seems pretty comfy. Especially if they time to save up time off for 7.0. Yeah, (laughs) especially if they, because I think Fan Fest is the earliest they're going to do any announcement. And I think I think that's way I think they have to. Yeah, because (laughs) you have to announce something. Especially if the announce is if the if the game is going to release say in April, which seems mm-hmm. most likely, like I mean that's what eight months out. So in July, you definitely yeah. want to announce your expansion eight months before it comes out. You know you want to build the hype and get people. Yeah. Oh man! Oh, I'm excited! Oh man! I'm going to resub and like catch up on things. That gets mm-hmm. people going. Like you, you got to give us something. Yeah. So yep. I could see that, but uh, yeah, I I hope I hope seven will be a good compelling story. Mm-hmm. Please, I hope so, and I want it to be a return to normal adventuring. In a sense, like because I've replayed the game and I played uh, Realm Reborn again, and like as much as I don't like the fetch quest thing constantly <laughs> i really hope they work on that uh it, it's fun to just be an adventurer a bit yeah so i don't know maybe we like lose some of our power story-wise i can see and, that uh yeah. i'll be careful about my explanation with this because yes. i don't want to talk too much but um 
definitely considering some of the choices that were made by the group in the end of Endwalker. I think there's like they're they're kind of trying to push towards us just being like a normal guy or gal or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's normal mm-hmm. adventures again. Uh there's no like, oh god, it's 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 this person. They're so important. Everyone knows that they're this important person sort of deal. Um yeah. I think they're gonna I think it's gonna be there's gonna be some sort of return to just normalcy, like normal adventure. Um and I think that makes sense if the story is going to be for seven point oh four is gonna be like a different chunk, um, excluded from uh the one that we had from A Realm Reborn through Endwalker. Yeah. I could I, I that would be nice, because, yeah, you go through some of the later expansions and you're like this like you know, super hero warrior of light. Yeah. And, I, you, uh, yeah. You know, just your powers are unmatched. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, well, what's going to happen? Yeah. I yeah. mean, <laughs> not even being, this isn't even a spoiler. Like you're, you're a God killer in realm reborn, like straight out the <laughs> gate, basically. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you hit the ground running. And so like we've gotten to this point where yeah, we're we're just it. Nothing can stop us. There needs to be a bit of a reset. Mm-hmm. And they kind of hinted at, yeah, we're gonna bring you back to being an adventurer again. So I think mm-hmm. something is there. Mm-hmm. And it would make sense. Like the lore is there. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, you mm-hmm. guys know why, so I don't I don't want to give oh, the yeah. big spoiler, but we know why it makes sense for us to lose some of that juice and uh, (laughs) take a step back. (laughs) So it would be interesting. And where we go, I don't know. I think I I have guesses, but I don't, I don't know. Cause there is the land of Miracidia, which is just, it's another continent we haven't seen. So I'm not spoiling anything guys. We've never been there. I don't know. We don't know. Total guess shot in the dark, (laughs) but I feel like that would make sense. Even to the uh, on the east too. There's some parts on the east that we haven't really explored yet either. Yeah. yeah there's apparently another continent. I need to reread what? some stuff on it. There's another continent the out there that we haven't gone to. Yeah, we have a oh. new world. Like that, it's out yeah. there. It's documented. It's mentioned. But Blue the, Mage quests or something. Yeah, only a few people have gone there. It's in because I got the Encyclopedia Eorzea thing. It's in there. A few explorers have gone there, but mm-hmm. there's like a whole land we just haven't seen. Yeah. Uh, there's some island nations that we haven't seen. That's like uh, Lalafell came from them. Oh, yeah. The Southern Sea. Isles. Yeah. We haven't been out to those at all. Like, there, there's. I'd like to go there. Yeah. Like there's yeah. massive chunks of the world. We just like. We don't know about. Maricidia had a whole quest line dedicated to them. Um, I won't. Do you guys know about? What, oh, do you know which one I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, I think I know which one. Yeah, was it in Heaven's Word? Yes. Yep. Yep. Do you know what that is, uh, Sue Jack? Uh, maybe you might have skipped <laughs> the dialogue on those. It's uh, well, it's not a spoiler. I can say the extreme trials are related mm-hmm. to Maricidia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's not a spoiler, yep. guys, because I, yeah. No. That's, 
that's just it's related to that to that land so you'll see so that's i think that's a big one that we could go to but yeah it, it it'll be interesting i'm really hoping they do a good job bit of a reset the story's not grandiose to start and we build again yeah let's do it uh, but, okay man we really Should went we into start? a lot there but yeah, we did um, I guess some other, let's see, minor things coming up. Uh, so there's going to be maintenance in North America for 24 hours. Because we're getting hardware updates. Yay. I, that's because nice. it said like a full server upgrade, it looked like. I'm, I'm assuming they're doing this all in preparation for 7.0. Well, and I don't yeah. think they've done an upgrade since, like, it's been years. And server hardware. Because I I love listening. To, I love keeping up with hardware. It's I find hardware so interesting. Even server, like server performance has more than like quadrupled since I think the last time they even bought servers. Uh, so yeah, an upgrade could be massive from server stability. Due time. Well, and I Due think time for um, one too. maybe with their new because they did some netcode updates that kind of made things weird. And janky. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's in preparation for new servers coming online. Like they felt like they could make it work on current hardware, but the new hardware is gonna like utilize that better. I don't know. I'm just yeah. We'll Hypothes hypothesize uh, whatever. I can't <laughs> speak right now. Yes, there we um, go. I don't know why I couldn't. I guess hiccups. <laughs> so after that, sorry. What? There might be some, there might be some hip hiccups after the uh, hardware upgrade. I, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm betting on it just after just just from like past maintenance uh situations uh yeah there were <laughs> some issues yeah speaking of those uh p8 uh reclears oh, everyone's just disconnecting p8s and it was just it was after what 6. well that was the same one when they did so. that was when they did the netcode change yeah uh, and so this shouldn't we be clears yeah holy that was, moly everything that was... was lagging i couldn't even do dungeons everyone was <laughs> connecting like can you imagine trying to do p8s with that oh i think that ended up being a really successful run were, were we able to actually finish or did we have to do it on a different day i don't remember i don't remember either <laughs> um but it was cursed let's just say like Snake memes, plus, mm -hmm. plus the server, <laughs> and then trying to do like NA one and NA two with server tick and lag and disconnecting. I was like, so fun! High it concept. Throws an element to random into yeah. the uh, mechanics. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, pain. So anticipate some server hiccups after the hardware upgrades. Um, let's see. What are the other things? Oh. The Final Fantasy Puma collection. Oh my god. Oh. Um, I think it's available now if you want to purchase Puma Final Fantasy XIV crossover merchandise. Um, the ads for that were really interesting. They were I, just odd to me. I don't even think I watched them. They felt really uncanny valley to me. Just the way the characters were rendered for some reason. I don't know. It just felt very off. I was yeah. not a fan. I was okay. The thing that bothered me the most was the Stinian's legs. 
Ah, he's a dragoon. How is he jumping and not breaking on impact? Like, I'm like, bro, like these. It, it was bad. The just, like, if you're curious, like, just search Final Fantasy fourteen Puma ad, and you will see, because it's like some CGI version of, um, like, Estinian and Elfano and. Alize. Yeah, I did not like the one with Alize. She was doing like these really weird poses. It just looked really awkward. It, it was. It it's was. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I need to watch weird. these at some point. But it's terrible. I can say I looked at the collection and I was just like, mm-hmm. "What? What are? What is this?" Yeah. But this doesn't look like Final Fantasy at all, other than you slapped a meteor on it. Like <laughs> that was it. <laughs> the only one I liked was the fat cat hoodie because it's covered in fat cat. But like, that was it. Like I'm not gonna get it, but the rest kind of fell a little flat. To yeah. Me. Like I saw the sh- there was a pair of purple shoes i was like what does this have to do with anything it's <laughs> with Final fantasy it's like just a purple shoe okay cool i, mean, I guess I, if if you like like i mean i could see some people getting really hyped about it and being like oh this is you know really cool looking like yeah go for it yeah um, yeah I mean, if you like it you like it i just i yeah i don't really understand they're not to my taste personally but yeah, that and the price, too. I didn't check the price. Oh, God. I didn't want to know. I just can only there, I imagine. Think, I feel like there was a 14 upcharge. Probably. Probably $150 for the shoes. Oh, gosh. I don't even know. but it, I, I don't know either, something. but I'm just assuming. It's pricey. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. um, that is yeah. out if you're so interested in getting some gear to look. <laughs> Maybe some Puma fashion plus your favorite characters and themes from mm-hmm. Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, yeah. Let's see what else. Oh, so we we did have a like a sort of hot take Reddit mm-hmm. threads that we wanted to kind of cover. So we'll move into this in a rapid hot take segment here. Yeah, I remember the post. I don't. Yeah, I don't have it up. That's unfortunate. Or wait, which one no. do you want to go for first? Sorry. Let's the... do the most recent, the ready check. Yeah. So the ready check, basically someone was in a dungeon and they just went and pulled and the healer wasn't ready and got mad that there wasn't a ready check before pulling in the dungeon, proceeded to grief the group, like trying to rescue the tank to murder the tank. And oh my. Yeah, and so their question was, is it really expected to have a ready check? Should I have done this? Am I in the wrong? No. No. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> like, I mean, I get first of all, it's a dungeon. You shouldn't need a ready check at all. Like, no. <laughs> no. You know, there's a few points where you should look around, obviously. Like at the beginning, I usually take a moment and make sure everyone's moving. Because sometimes yeah. people hit the commence button and then they're, you know, I, I've i been there. Uh, now the dog wants to go out, of course. <laughs> so I usually give that moment. Just wait. All right. Are they yeah. are they here? Is everybody ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes you don't. You just forget and you just pull and then you realize, oh, the healer's not ready. Oops. And, you know, you die mm-hmm. and whatever. No you just deal. go back to the beginning and you wait a moment. Uh, I've never had a big issue. But the ready to- 
Yeah, a ready check. Or at the end of a dungeon before you pull the last boss because there's a cutscene that'll sure play. Make sure no one's in cutscene. Yeah, yeah, make sure no one's in cutscene. You don't really need a ready check in a four-man group. No, you can no. literally it's... just see if they're viewing cutscene. Yeah, just yeah, wait for everyone icon. to cross the purple line once you're over. Like, <laughs> yep, everybody's here. We're good. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's so weird. I don't know why someone would get so mad about that. That's mm-hmm. odd um, behavior. I would say. Kind of toxic, I'd say. Yeah, that doesn't typically happen. That does not happen. I've never encountered that. I will say, so I think someone then posed the question, so when do you ready check? And mostly everyone is like, if you're in an extreme trial, savage raider ultimate, if you don't do a ready check in a countdown, you're trolling. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, anything beyond that not really warranted. Some people said in an alliance raid with 24 people, like, you can if someone's still viewing the cutscene to see which alliance might still have some cutscene watchers, but they're like, don't expect 24 people to wait. <laughs> no. Yeah, unfortunately, a lot of people will just go. Yeah, they mm-hmm. will. But usually the cutscene, like, the boss fights, especially the final boss fight, can take a while. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the cutscene, you're maybe gonna miss the first twenty to thirty seconds of the fight, which is yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, you'll get teleported in, and yeah, you'll be all right. Just yeah, but dungeons, obviously, uh, that's whatever. We already talked about that. So the ready check, but the ready check uh-huh. mostly harder content, I would say. Mm-hmm. That's that's really it. Yeah, standard ready check. If you're progging, obviously, a lower countdown, maybe five seconds which unfortunate for some classes, but when you're progging, <laughs> you're just trying to run get it. Get as and, many pulls in. Yeah, get pulls yeah. in. Sometimes when I do normal raids, um, I won't do a full-on, like, 16, 18-second countdown, but I will do, like, a five. Oh, I love to see that if I'm playing um, a job with an opener. We have to do stuff no, before. No, like, because I know, like, dancers might want to start their standard step, or ninjas yeah. might want to get their hutan off and hide. Or, you know, pre-casting, like, a thunder or something. Like, I get that. So sometimes I'll do a five-second countdown. Sometimes people just don't care. <laughs> and they pull anyway, which I'm like, whatever. I don't care. Like, okay. Um, but sometimes if I'm tanking and I have the stance on, I'll be like, five-second countdown. And, of course, there's I always somebody. That. Screw that. And they'll pull anyway. Yeah. It's not a big deal, though. Like, I am a, a bit of a perfectionist. So mm. if I'm playing a job that has an opener where I have to do stuff pre-pull, I, I typically, like, I go in knowing, like, okay, this is just if there isn't a countdown. If there is a countdown, I'll be happy and I'll perform as usual. But it's it's not, like, required. It's not. I'd say the only time a ready check would be required would be extremes, savage, ultimate unreal too you could yeah, that unreal. but outside of that it's just it's optional, optional. yeah yeah and I, not needed in dungeons yeah anyone getting mad about that is probably in the wrong that yeah in yeah. especially in a dungeon like what that's silly <laughs> that yeah. is silly you, you're getting mad for just nothing i don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah and honestly, I think if I were in the dungeon and I were a warrior, I'd just be like, okay, bye. <laughs> just yeah. keep pulling. Yeah. yeah. That's what happened like, in got... that person's story. Like, they just eventually kicked the healer because they kept 
just being toxic and trying to ruin it. It's like, what are you, what's your problem? Just, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had a similar story, like a personal, this happened to me, uh, with uh, the you tank, you pull. Oh my god. You know, mentality of people because I'll never forget it. This tank was running in. And keep in mind we're in it's called Holotali. It's a low level side dungeon. It's not even MSQ. Very it's, low. Yeah, like level <laughs> like twenty two, I think. Yeah. Or something. Like it's oh it's it's easy. It's easy mode the whole way through. And the tank went to pull, and I accidentally body pulled something to the side because it's an older dungeon. They didn't quite make it the hallway dungeon like other you know, current dungeons. And he was like, if you pull extra, you tank it. I was like, what? Dude, I pulled one thing. What? He was like, I wasn't talking just, to you, but I wasn't sorry. trying to call anyone out either. And I'm like, you, what? you literally <laughs> just did. <laughs> So what oh are God. you talking about? And everyone else was like, yeah, guy, what are you on? What What's going on here? <laughs> and he's still kept going on about, you know, oh, well, I don't like uh, this archer pulling in front of me and pulling extra mobs. doing out. And we're just sitting there. What is he talking about? What, we're just pulling this room. We did the thing. What What's the big deal here? <laughs> and uh, they got really, really mad and were yelling at all of us and then left the dungeon group. And here's yeah. the silly part. We went and continued doing the dungeon with no tank and killed the first boss without him. Like, completely unnecessary. I don't know what his deal was. We didn't even need him. And I... I don't know. I don't... I understand where there is an irritation of if you're running up ahead because someone's doing one pack at a time and then you run ahead and pull the next pack trying to force the tank to pull more where maybe they don't feel comfortable or something, whatever. Like, I can understand being a bit irritated with that, but this wasn't even that. Like, the tank was running at it. The guy just happened to shoot it before he got there. And I, I don't yeah. see that as wrong or a bad thing. I No. No. It's not hard for the tank to grab aggro. <laughs> like, it's, it's really oh. easy. Oh. I guess I, I would say that the whole you tank it, you pull it mentality is not there for 14. It's fine. Like, you're a team. Like, if you're a tank, grab the aggro. If you're a healer, heal. If you're DPS, DPS. But, like, if someone pulls an extra mob, you just evoke it or AoE the mobs and you're fine. Like, it's fine. Everyone's fine. It's a dungeon. Um, mm -hmm. I did see a Twitter post. It was a while back. It wasn't super recent when somebody was like, I think they were a mentor. And they said, if I join a dungeon with a sprout tank and they're not pulling wall to wall, I just leave. And that, my friends, is not the way to play. Especially as a mentor. Like yeah, If they were, I don't yeah. know if they were or not, but I could see mentors doing that. Because uh, yeah. there's a lot of mentors that have zero interest in mentoring. They just yeah. like. They want the crown. They want the Burger King. <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. Let tanks pull. Tanks don't get ticked off if somebody, you know, shoots something right before you touch it. It's. Mm -hmm. It'll be fine. It's not AOE. a big deal. Yeah. I. That was a big wow mentality, too. 
I had to deal with that several times in dungeons where the tank would literally not even attack anything if like a hunter tags something as they're running up to it. Like not like the tank was just sitting back, hanging back, you know, and then the hunter just pulled trying to rush. Like the hunter pushed an ability as the tank is running up to it, and the arrow hits because it flies over your head. Okay. Yeah. The, It'll happen. They they pulled it, it half a second before you. Why are you angry right now? <laughs> what? I don't understand that. Like, just chill. It's okay. I'd say, yeah. It's usually if I'm healing sprout tanks, I'll say you can pull as much or as little as you want. I'll keep you alive. <laughs> and then just let them go at whatever pace they want. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if they're single pack pulling, fine. Maybe this is the first time they're tanking. Okay. Um, if they're doing wall to wall, sometimes I'd rather that if they're them pulling wall to wall at level with like 30 item levels below what's recommended for that dungeon. Mm -hmm. oh. oh my goodness that happens and I'm like I'm trying to keep you up and it's just not working I'm so sorry <laughs> or I don't I, I also find it frustrating as a healer like I don't yell at anybody but it's kind of annoying when they'll do that wall to wall pull but then they don't like pop any cooldowns and I burn everything and they die yeah. and then they start doing like the smallest pulls they can for the rest of the dungeon I'm like you, <laughs> you know if you would just used cooldowns we would have survived all of that <laughs> stop yeah. acting like i was the problem but whatever you're not using your things so yeah i guess we are gonna pull like this now um yeah that's a bit it's annoying like, it happens but yeah i mean a dungeon at max is gonna take you like 20 30 minutes yeah yeah honestly probably more around like 20 yeah i'd say closer yeah. to 20 like, if you're wiping, 30, but... Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just, okay, just, that that's all it is. Oh, gosh, Andrew today had the worst Orm Veil run. Oh, oh no. Those happen, yeah. Orm Veil can be cursed. Tank was a dark, didn't have oh, stamina. No. no, oh, God. Everyone just died. Pulls the whole room. Oh, my oh man, I had a sprout do that to me. The first mm -hmm. room when you walk in, you know? Oh, God. He just, do I remember watching this little sprout. He popped on tank stance, hit sprint, <laughs> straight into the middle of the room, just pulling no. everything. And I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's like you typically don't do that in this dungeon. Yeah, no, you never. I definitely do. had You're to like, tell people that it's so I... hard too because there's like three giant frogs and. And yeah. all these you around. Yeah, and the yeah. poison all over the ground everywhere. It's just <laughs> absolute chaos. Yeah. And then his tank wasn't um AoEing. No. So TPS oh, no. were just pulling aggro, even though mm. they had their stance on, they were just pulling aggro off because they weren't AoEing. Yeah. And so they just kept dying and dying oh. and dying. And I'm just like, oh my. And I'm like, did you at least get a calm at the end? He's like, no. No. <laughs> See, <laughs> that's so sad. The DPS were probably blaming me for dying, too, because, like, I'm like, he's like, I just couldn't keep everyone alive, though. Yeah, you can't do that. 
tank needs to be AOEing and DPS if they get hit by that stuff too much. It's, they're like made of paper, so it yeah. is bizarre. It's not gonna work that people will just assume, oh, someone died, blame the healer. Yeah, when that's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. I actually had a run where I ran around a corner in, um, uh, gosh, the Stone Vigil. Oh no! And I, I risked it. I, I went with a full pull <laughs> with mm-hmm. uh, double ice boys. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which was fine. I thought we were like, I was like, I got cooldowns. I think we're good. This healer's, you know, they're. They're up to snuff. We got this. Rounded a corner, and I guess like that last pack that pulls in the room, it aggroed straight to the healer for some reason and like one shot oh. him. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I had That's never really seen that because I had aggro on stuff. I'm like, okay, we're good. Yeah. And then like two of the dragons, I guess I missed them with my AOE, just right at the healer, whack, and he was dead. <laughs> oh <my laughs> I, was, I guess that final pack yeeted you. <laughs> he goes, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh no! Uh, and then I did it again, and we were fine. I actually, I made sure to like kind of cover the whole hallway, and like I got yeah. them all, and um, we were okay. We healed through, and everything was fine. But it was just funny because I rounded the corner, <laughs> looked up, wow. and the healer just instant blap. <laughs> he was dead. Those corners can be dangerous. Yeah, uh, especially like just line of sight with the healers. I've definitely been the healer in the situation oh. where like the tank dies because it's like i was trying to heal you but you turn this corner and i don't have like any instant cast heals so i either like can't heal you because you're out of range or you're turning a corner and you know like that sort of deal and it's like oh please yeah there was please uh, be careful was that one tamtara deepcroft i think it's called one of the early dungeons um that they recently re- remade mm, yeah um, yeah so there's this one giant pull you can do, which I did. But again, I was like, I'm feeling it. This healer, he's he's got it. But I have faith. But they didn't realize. <laughs> there's the trickiest part about it is when you come up to the final door and you pull the last little pack, it goes up just a little bit. And that line of sight's the healer if the healer doesn't come up with you. Oh, no. And they didn't realize that. <laughs> and they hadn't sprinted right with me. Oh, to stay, no. so that I line of sighted them on that little bump, and got deleted because they c- didn't come up the bump fast <laughs> enough. And I this is like unfortunate. I'm like, yeah, that line of sight's there. Sorry, and we just did oh, it God. again, and we were fine. Like it was okay, but yeah, definitely. Like there's just those little tricky pulls that that yeah. little thing where if the healer doesn't step in the right spot, it's it's a wipe because. Yeah. You have to be yeah, but... right there on top of it. So it's not a huge deal. Some people might get mad, but... I yeah. mean, wipes happen. Like, if, just learn if, from them. If yeah. you're going to get bent out of shape about it, then just don't play an MMO. Yeah. yeah. Run with the uh, the, the trusts and Do whatnot. Support, yeah. Trust. yeah. Don't play with That's other people. Just... That's... Yeah. That's why I'm just like... And don't be a mentor. Holy moly. Yeah. <laughs> Don't, don't. Just skip that part. <laughs> you don't deserve that crown. No. Oh, boy. <laughs> Some people don't, and they have it, and it's like, you should not be a mentor. Yeah, it feels bad. I worry that, like, new players, like, if they hear 
like too many bad stories about like mentors that they see that crown and they're like afraid. It's like, yeah. oh no, this person's gonna yell at me. It's like, no. I mean, it, people are different, but like typically, like people aren't gonna yell at you. Yeah. The bad mentors will yell at you. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Especially if they're uh, in the uh, mentor roulette. Like, I would never, oh I don't understand. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess we got that. And then probably by next week, we will have something regarding the live letter. Yep. Live letter on the 31st. Yep. Hopefully. We can talk about that. Uh, some new things. We have some things coming down the pipe in terms of lore. Mm-hmm. And also, we are joining, starting, I should say, starting a D&D mm-hmm. campaign based on Final Fantasy. That's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of be... fun. So we got a lot of things in the pipeline. So stay what? tuned. Got a lot of exciting things coming up. Uh, yeah, it's. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Everybody else should be looking forward to it. Whoever's <laughs> listening, y'all better be excited. Yeah, and maybe um, I don't know. I don't know if you guys would ever think about maybe. Do we want to record our D and D sessions? I was actually thinking about. It. I was going to ask you guys. Um, like we could I... provide a little update or something in our podcast dedicated to like where we are in the campaign. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I was planning to Listeners. live stream. Yeah. Okay. I think that would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, have the... Because I'll be the dungeon master, for everyone that doesn't mm-hmm. know. So, have my POV going. I still need to do a bunch of work because... I mean, obviously, I don't have to world build much because all of us know Final Fantasy. So, yeah, like, I'm not going to bother doing zone maps. I'm just going to be like, y'all know this area, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, I definitely pulled up a map to see. Yeah. But, yeah, I think that'll work. I was figuring... T- use the in-game areas for reference mm-hmm. and then obviously expand on it because there's a lot of things in the game that aren't that would be there you know like uh these little villages and like these quest hubs they would have housing people live there there would yeah. probably be like a shop or a stall or an inn like there would be things in these places they just didn't put them in the game because Oh my gosh, that would be so much stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, then it but, would make the scale too big. But yeah, like, we can use that as our reference point. You know, oh, you know, to the northeast, it's Horizon or whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. Lots of things coming. We're yeah. building, building story and characters and got more for the podcast coming up. So Lore be discussions excited. probably coming. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Be, be be ready guys but um i think mm-hmm. i think we're pretty much at that that point i guess we're wrapping up or we have wrapped up really so yeah everybody so. thank you for listening uh follow us on the places linked i've been putting them in the descriptions i don't know how it works if it's below to the side up or down i don't know wherever it is <laughs> uh click on it twitter twitch that's all i can think of the youtube that's where we post yeah youtube versions of it um leave feedback wherever you are listening we'll try to keep an eye on that i know we missed some youtube comments but we we did notice those and felt bad and 
responded. We're getting Thank there. you for leaving them. Yeah. Thank Thanks. you for leaving them. And we're, we're trying. We're getting better at it. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, uh, have a good week, everyone. Yeah. Have yeah. a great week. And we'll see, uh, see you guys next time. Yeah.